Hi, I'm Lisa Collins, and welcome to today's edition of Real Christianity with your Bible teacher, attorney, Mosley Collins. Mosley is joined today by a special guest, Dr. Donald Partridge, an expert in helping divorced parents and stepfamilies. There is hardly one family within the hearing of my voice that has not been injured by divorce one way or another. And sometimes it seems the hurting just won't stop. Mosley and Dawn have a message of hope and healing. It's a new way to live in a world scarred by divorce. And now here is your teacher and my husband, Mosley Collins, with his guest, Dr. Donald Partridge. Thank you, darling. And welcome my listeners to the live edition of Real Christianity. And I am joined by Dr. Donald Partridge. Hello, Don. Hi, Mosley. And uh, we are here for you, my listener, if you have a question regarding uh, how to raise children in a land and time filled with divorce. And we, I want to give you our number. We have a new number for you today. It is 444-4000. If you want to call us, if you want to speak to Don and I personally, uh, dial 444-4000. And uh, if you are a little reluctant to use your real name, it is fine with Don and I, isn't it, Don? Yes, it is. If you change your name, if you're worried about people... Uh, recognizing your name. So we welcome your calls. We're here on Friday for you. Um, We are teaching throughout the week, and on Fridays we set aside a time to hear from you. So 444-4000. And if that is busy, call back, and we'll get you on the air and answer your question personally as quick as we can. And so um, before we start with uh, Don, give me just one second. I want to tell our listeners about something important. Uh, On next Friday or two weeks from uh, today, October 29, Friday, Ruth Graham is coming to town, and she is going to be here to help us raise money for fighting abortion and for providing life for innocent children. If you'd like to come and hear Ruth Graham and support um, this effort, you just need to give my office a call. We just need to know you're coming, and uh, it's free. starts at 630 uh, Friday, October 29 at William Jessup. And it'll be Ruth Graham, the daughter of Billy Graham and Ruth Graham. And it'll be a great night. So you call us at 444-4444 and we will get you a seat for as many as would like to come. Now, Don, uh, welcome to today's program. Yes. And, you know, we have been in a series called Parent Wars. Yes. And we've been trying to help people understand uh, how to raise children. In fact, Don, let me ask you, is it possible to go through a divorce and still have healthy children? Absolutely, it is. It is possible just like it is possible to have a child that's, let's say, four or five years old in an airport surrounded by people the child does not know, playing at the feet of the child's parents, and the child is happy, carefree, lighthearted, yet around the child is, is chaos, are, is chaos yeah. and people and, and uh, all this, uh, and over, over, over the speaker, uh, you hear all this announcements of flights and this uh, cacophony of sounds. And here's a child at the feet of the parents playing happily, quietly, enjoying the uh, enjoying life so that's a picture of what we hope 
for when if, if there's a divorce um, and there's chaos all around, and yet the child can be raised ha- happy and healthy if you know how to do it. If you know how to do it, if you can anchor that child, and that what we're talking about is can children come out of a divorce culture or separation culture whole and healthy? And look. You can plant a kid right in the middle of an airport. You can plant a kid in a stadium of 70,000 people. You can plant a kid on a crowded beach. That child is fine. And also this, mostly, you can plant a kid in a parent dating environment. Just like an environment at an airport, stadium, beach, you could put a kid into a dating environment with parents dating. You can put the child into where parents are engaged or remarried. <coughs> Excuse me. Marrying someone else, I assume. Not the, not the original parents, but you, you can put uh, the child in the middle of a divorce and still have a child that comes out healthy. Yes, and I'm sorry for coughing here. It's but okay. the, um, you, you can put a child into any of these environments and the child can be still calm and quiet yeah so my listener if you are going through a divorce or you've been through a divorce and you would like some help on how to raise that child uh, to be healthy and whole you call us Don and I are here 444-4000 if you have questions about how to raise a child 444-4000 so Don one of the principles we have been laying out um, is to recognize that the child is both the bio mom and the bio dad. That is one of the key issues that we must bring to the table, and that is who is the child. We need to define that child because what a parent, and here's the key, Mosley, what a parent does to himself or herself, that parent might as well be doing to the child. And what the parent does to the other parent the parent might as well be doing to the child yeah because the child is the parent and the child is the other parent and so here's the scripture that we've been using to be the foundation of this it is deuteronomy chapter 5 beginning at verse 16 and god said in fact this is so interesting this is you know um god took his finger and wrote on tablets of stone this Honor your father and your mother as the Lord your God has commanded you that your days may be long and that you, it may be well with you in the land which the Lord your God is giving you. So this scripture tells you to honor your mother and father and it says the Lord has already commanded you to honor your mother and father. And so our, the way we apply that to the child is we have to teach our children to honor the ex your ex-spouse, if the... Hard thing to do. Hard to do. But, you know, it's, we're so tempted when when the mom takes off or the dad takes off and has bad behavior, we're so tempted to say, oh, look at them, that, this is terrible. That's not what God is calling us to do. God is calling us to teach our children to honor the dad that left, the mom that left. Look at that verse in this light. What the child does to the parent the child does to himself. Isn't that true? Yeah. The Bible says for the child to honor father, mother, and it'll be well with the child. 
Yes. It doesn't say it'll be well with the parent, although it certainly will be well with the parent, but the emphasis is it'll be well in the child. What the child does reflects back directly to the child. And so if you have a child, look out in society. Just close your eyes and look out in society right now. How many children have difficulty with their other parent, with one of their parents? And then, and then look at this in the light of this verse, what the child does to one or both parents. The child does to him or herself. Right. So if a this child... Is, this will, gets terrifying. It does. Because if a child will, dishonors a dad or dishonors a mom, they're, just, they're, they're cutting short their own prosperity in, in the Lord. Oh, absolutely. I had um, um, a, one of the leaders in the church, eyes were open to this when uh, this woman, a key person in a large church, was taking a, a number of young girls down to Hume Lake, which is a big Christian conference uh, retreat center in Southern in Southern California area, up in the mountains. And she was she had, gosh, I don't know, uh, several young girls in the car. She had her daughter and say four or five friends, and they were all in her SUV driving south. Three of these children. Not her own, but three of the passenger children, say three out of five children, said, I hate my dad. Are you serious? No, they were seven, eight years old. And she came to me and she said, Dad, or she said, Don, these children said to me, three, over half of the kids in my car said, I hate my dad. What are we doing to our generation? And what are we doing to our kids? And I've got to tell you something, Mosley, and we may, may want to talk about this for a minute. But isn't some of that hatred of those children driven, and these specifically the daughters were saying, I hate my dad. So isn't some of that hatred or those attitudes driven also by the mom? Absolutely. Because here's what happens when you go through, you know, you and I have both been through a bitter divorce, heartbreaking divorce, agonizing divorce. And it's so easy to hope the children will see how bad the other one is, the other, the one who left. It's so easy to say things like, well, you know, your mom's got a new boyfriend, so don't expect to see her next weekend. She's she's off. You know, they went to Las Vegas. Oh, my gosh, what craziness, you know. Uh, we'll pray for it. Come on, we'll, we'll just pray for your mom that, that she changes her terrible, terrible ways. Yeah, in doing so, we feel we're right in doing so. I mean, it feels right to do that because we want to, first of all, have our children not imagine in their entire lives, that this type of lifestyle, the other parent, is not normal or good because we want to save our children from thinking, oh, this is a good lifestyle. This is a lifestyle I'll join with. In I the saw future. my mom or my dad do this. Yeah. And so we, we speak against it. We, we do. And we think what we need to do is we need to train our children to be children of truth. And so what, So we rejoice when either we're training the child or else the child trains him or herself in their own observations. They'll come to the mom and say, the mom in this case, in our illustration, will say, gee, mom, look at what dad's doing and, and uh, disrespect the dad. And the mom is delighted thinking, my child is seeing truth. But what we're doing is we're not seeing the real truth, and that is the child is both mom and dad. And if the child dishonors, according to the verse that you read in Deuteronomy chapter 5, if the child dishonors the other dad, the child's going to hurt 
the life of the child is going to be hurt. Yeah, they're going to hurt themselves. They're going to hurt themselves. And so we just innocently approve of our seven-year-old daughters hating their dad or their mom or 20-year-old daughters or sons hating their dad or their mom, and we approve of that. But but in doing so, they're hating themselves because they are half that other parent. And look at, they, they withhold blessing from them, themselves according to that verse. God cannot bless a child who dishonors one of the parents. Yeah. And so what you said at an earlier program, which is so true, is that the parent that is right, the, say if, if, the, if the one parent is Christian, the other one is, has lost their faith, the parent that is right is most dangerous to the children. Yeah. Yeah. Well, wh- whether Christian or not, the individual who believes or perceives that they're in the right and the other spouse is wrong, r- regardless of who left who in the divorce and regardless of um, who is continually doing wrong, it, it, the, the, per- the parent that perceives they are in the right, then they're the ones that are, are most um, liable to explain to the children how wrong the other parent is and thereby cause the children to dishonor the other parent and and prevent god's blessing in that child's life and imagine mostly this taking place with both parents believing they're oh, in the right oh my gosh and then they will take just and hammering the children they will dismantle that child and and maybe not by overt outright mostly uh speaking against the other parent but let the child speak against the other parent yeah. just letting the child do it yeah and so th- uh, that that's just as dangerous yes. And so the child's disrespecting the other parent. yes so this is so counterintuitive uh to actually say you know here's what i'm going to say you need to be a cheerleader for the sake of your children for the good things that you can see in the x and that's hard to do you need to be able to say if if the, the dad sends a, uh, a Christmas gift, oh, look what your dad sent you. Wasn't that great of him? You know, he loves you. Look at this. He sent you this pic- this present. You know, I bet he spent a lot of time thinking about this. You know, anything you can do to cheerlead for the ex, which is not what you're going to feel like doing. No. No, you, you don't feel like doing it at all, particularly when the ch- children come back from a weekend with that ex. Or you're the one receiving the weekend and the child's lived with the ex for a week and you haven't. We're not so yeah. anxious to say, hey, tell me about your life over at your mom's house or your dad's house. You know, we, we don't approve of that because that's over at the enemy's house. The enemy's camp. Yeah. But that is what we need to do. Yeah. We need to, for the sake of our children, have only good things to say about the ex. You make yourself say only good things about the ex. Right, because blessed are the peacemakers. Not just the peaceable, but the peacemakers. And so here God, if you've gone through a divorce or you're a single parent, God is calling on you to be a peacemaker for the sake of your children. You can bless your children by saying good things about your ex and you can damage your children by saying things that are not good. Now, Don and I are here in the studio. If you want to call with a question or a problem, we're here for you, 444-4000. That's 444-4000. And we'll be right back 
after this break with more on how to raise healthy children, even in a divorce. I hope you're enjoying today's edition of Real Christianity with attorney Mosley Collins and Dr. Donald Partridge. You can get a copy of today's message or purchase the entire series by going online to donaldpartridge.com. That's donaldpartridge.com. Now, let's get back to our message. Thank you, darling, and welcome back to our discussion of how to raise healthy, happy children, even in a divorce, even if you're a single parent, even if you've been through some very bitter wars with your ex. We have, Don and I have stumbled on through much suffering, right, Don? Much suffering. Because uh, both Don and I, both Don and I's parents were divorced, and both Don and I have been divorced and remarried, and uh, we have, through all that suffering, learned how to do this. Now we are joined uh, by Mary from Vacaville. Hello, Mary. Hello. How can we help you today? Well, I'm listening to your to your show, and I had a question. Um, if if the husband and the, the husband and wife have problems, so they in fact divorce. But what if? What really got me about the show right now is that you're you know you're supposed to talk well about the father and talk well about the mother, and that's that's I fully understand if the problem is with the the mother and the father. But what if you had whether it be a father or a mother that was not so good to the children? How do you? explain that to your children once they are grown. My son is 30 years old and still has problems with the residue from that marriage because of the way his father had treated him. And let me ask you this, Mary. What, when you say they didn't treat them very well, give me uh, some examples if you could. I'm sorry? Can you give me an example of how the, the father didn't treat uh, the son very well? Well, I can just give you a few Okay, Don, what would you say to Mary? Yeah, okay. Mary, thank you. This is a common deal. Let me kind of reword some things here for the, for, the, for the listening audience. Here is a child that sees truth about the other parent. The other parent was a lousy parent, and the child has grown up seeing that they have had a lousy parent. So they see the truth about the other parent, and that is, and here we are touting off saying we want to say agreeable things about the other parent's parents, yet the child sees crummy things about the other parent. What do you do? Um, and there's a few answers to this. Number one, Mary, um, you never 
contradict what the child sees. If the child sees something true, the dad was a failure as a parent in certain areas and the child's identifying that, you, you never say, no, no, that's not true. You, what you say is these, these words. As the child says, you know, dad failed me here, failed me there, failed me here, failed me there. You, you don't say, yes, your father failed you. I agree with you, um, Johnny. Your father failed you. Okay, you don't say those words. You don't say the words, your father, followed with a negative. Because you might as well, when you say the words, your father, you might as well be saying, you are. And so what you say are these words. You say, yeah, I agree. I see it too. And so you, you affirm the child. The child has said, hey, dad was a lousy dad. You say, yes, I see it too. Okay, so you affirm that child. If it's true what the child observes, you affirm it. Secondly, you say to the child, nevertheless, I am not going to allow this to be a, a reason for you not to be a good kid in your life. I'm sorry that you, Johnny, have had difficulty in the past. Don't say I'm sorry that you've had a lousy father, but you say I'm sorry you had difficulty, but I'm not gonna allow this to be a reason for you to misbehave and have a lousy life. And you square with that child. I don't care if the child's 30 years old or the child's 10 years old. You say, all right, I see it too. But this is who you're going to be because I love you and I'm going to require this and I'm going to see that you're going to be a good kid. Let me add one more thing for Mary. You know, I know this because when I was growing up, my dad wasn't around and I thought he wasn't, didn't care much about me. But I had someone say to me, I saw the look on your dad's face and I could see how much he loved you. Now, he never said that. But someone told me, I saw the look on your dad's face and I know he loved you. And that was like so healing for me. I didn't want to convince myself that my dad didn't love me. I wanted to be convinced otherwise. And I would bet your boy wants that too. So when people would tell me that, it would so heal me. So if you can get that, something like that to your boy to somehow tell him, yes, but your father so loved you, I would recommend it. And we'll see you next time. Hi, this is Dr. Donald Partridge. In addition to teaching real Christianity, my friend Mosey Collins is a personal injury attorney. He has a calling from God to help those who have been badly injured, and he has successfully done so for 30 years. If you or a loved one have been badly injured, you'll want to call Mosley Collins for help. He has won hundreds of injury cases, and he can win yours. There's never a fee until he wins your case. So call Mosley and his staff at 916 444-4444. Just remember all fours for legal help. Thanks, Don. Now it's my turn. Dr. Partridge is an authority on the needs of single parents, step families, and a new way to live in a world broken and scarred by divorce. But don't let what you have heard here today get away from you. I want you to have this series. So go to donaldpartridge.com. That's donaldpartridge.com to order this life-changing series of CDs today. If you have enjoyed this program, or if you would like Mosley and Dawn to speak to your group, 
Call us at 916-444-4444. Now, here's a final word from Mosley. My dear listener, let me ask you a question. Have you prayed to receive Jesus Christ as your personal Savior? I'm not asking you if you go to church or even if you call yourself a Christian, but have you prayed to receive Christ as your Savior? If you haven't, pray with me right now. Lord Jesus, forgive me of my sins. Come into my heart and be my Savior. Amen. If you sincerely prayed that simple prayer, just like I did 38 years ago, you are born again, and you have the gift of eternal life. Get in a good Bible-based church and listen here for the next edition of Real Christianity. From all of us here at Real Christianity, thank you for listening, and we pray that God will keep you and bless you.